Welcome to the College and Beyond podcast, brought to you by the Institute for Public School Initiatives at the University of Texas at Austin. I'm your host, Michael King. The Harlem Children's Zone has been called one of the most ambitious social policy experiments of our time by the New York Times. Today, we will speak with Marcel Yap, who is the Assistant Director of Truce Media and Arts, an after-school program housed in the Harlem Children's Zone. 200 students participate in the award-winning Truce program. These students are aspiring filmmakers, artists, writers, producers, and much more. Through project-based learning, students receive hands-on experimental learning as well as wraparound academic support they need to pursue their dreams and passions and do their work well. This is an example of one of the many programs offered at the Harlem Children's Zone. Thank you, Marcel, for spending some time with me today. Can you give me a brief summary of what the Harlem Children's Zone is? Yeah, the Harlem Children's Zone is a bunch of programs in the community. It's a community-based organization that services um, urban inner-city students. Uh, in my particular program, we work with students in high school, and we help them with homework or um, we provide different services for to get them ready for test prep, and we also have um, a program within that called Healthy Harlem, and my particular program runs with uh, media and arts in our after-school program, so we provide them with different classes that pertain to media and arts. So is the Children's Zone, is it a school itself, or is it more of an after-school kind of extracurricular type of organization? Yeah, it's an after-school program, so it's completely um, open to them if they want to be a part of the program. Uh, they can go as they please, so it's after high school they come into our program. After a day of school, they come over. So, Marcel, at the Harlem Children's Zone, what grade levels of students do you guys serve? Okay, well, we serve different students from all different grades. So we start with our pre-K students all the way up until college. Okay. Um, so it just varies whichever grade it is. So can you let me know what an average day looks like for a student that is involved in the Harlem Children's Zone? Do they attend classes at their regular school, high school, and then head over after schools lets out to attend Harlem Children's Zone programming? So my particular program, that's what we do. So we work with high school age students. So right. after they finish their day of school, whether it be 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, whichever, they come to our building, they come to our program, and they sign in, they start you know, whatever it is their program is set up for that day. Okay. So it is after they get out of school. Can you give me a brief history of the Harlem Children's Zone? Sure. Um, well, our former CEO, Jeffrey Canada, is the one who began the Harlem Children's Zone. It started as a truancy prevention program um, almost 20-something years ago, 27 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was the Reedland Center for Family, um, but... What Jeff did was try to incorporate more organizations within the community um, and build a truancy prevention program, which was really to take students who were not going to school consistently and figure out why. So why are they truant from school? Why aren't they getting from middle school to high school? Why aren't they going from high school to college and so on? So um, there's just been a lot of different programs that have come out of that idea of um, preventing or, you know, preventing truancy. Mm-hmm. So that's really where the heart of um, Harlem Children's Zone began. And a lot of it, you know, we found that it obviously had to do with poverty and low-income families. So a lot of the other programs branched um, off of that as well. 
So it seems as though the Harlem Children's Zone is really addressing a lot of students' needs um, in and out of school. Can you talk a little bit about how the Harlem Children's Zone is getting students college and career ready? Well, we do a lot of things uh, with the students. We find out where they are. So when they come into our program, we kind of we we track them to see where they are, what are their um, grades look like, what 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 do they need help with, um, how can we get them college ready is really what we talk about. Mm-hmm. So are they good in math? If they're you know if they excel in math, is there a program we can put them in the after school that maybe does computer technology or puts them in some type of internship that can kind of expand their horizons so mm-hmm. they can build up their portfolio to get into college. Um, we also help them out with SATs, ACTs. Um, we help them write their personal statements. We help them fill out their college application. Wow. Um, it really just depends also on their year. So mm-hmm. ninth grade, we may just focus on getting them uh, test ready and passing their region. Tenth mm-hmm. grade, the same thing. Eleventh grade, we might start introducing them to different college courses. And then senior year, we, you know, we do a lot of college trips and applications and financial aid workshops. So, With a lot of the programming for the Harlem Children's Zone occurring after school, how do you guys address attendance to those programs that you offer? It varies per student. So some students may come in every day. Some mm-hmm. students may come two days, three days. It really just depends on what they need mm-hmm. and um, how we can help them. So it, it really varies. There's no penalty for not coming. So who's allowed to attend these programs? Is it open recruiting? Anybody or any student after school can attend any program, the Harlem Children's Zone? How does that work? Well, there's various ways. Um, when it began, it was, they, you know, had to go into the community and recruit families to come in. Um, now, since it's just, we've grown so much, there's like referrals or students have to apply to come into the program. Mm-hmm. Um there's a wait list for some programs. There's also several different high school sites that if there's no space for a student at our program, they can go to another one. Oh, wow. Um, so it really is by referral, but we have a pipeline that we get our students to go through. So okay. if they started in kindergarten, they're always a member of Harlem Children's Zone, so they kind of follow. They go into our elementary program, then they go into our middle school, high school, and off into our college program. So they kind of just keep getting... So for a student that has been involved at the Harlem Children's Zone from their pre-K all the way up to, let's say, their senior year of high school, what does that pipeline look like and what services does it consist of? Um, there's just It's a wraparound service. Mm-hmm. So it really it depends on what the, the needs of the families are, the needs of the students. Um, at my program, we, and we provide high school assistance. So mm-hmm. getting them into college is really what we're trying to do. Okay. Um, and it also depends on where they live. That is a big variant as to if they can become a member of Harlem Children's Zone. So we cover a 96 area um, in Harlem, a 96 mm-hmm. block mm-hmm. in Harlem. So if you if you live outside of that, it is a little bit more difficult to get you into the program. But again, it really depends. So when you say wraparound services, this is bigger than just um, educational kinds of, of programs you have. I'm guessing you have, uh, well, just describe what other programs you have besides educational services. Um, yeah, well, we have like one-stop programs where you can go and get uh, your taxes done, for okay. example. Wow. That's the service that we provide to the community, um, you know, within Harlem or any of our participants. They can come and get their taxes done. Um, referral services for um, 
a lot of different things. So okay. there's so many needs help filling out an application for um, rent. Mm-hmm. And they may not be able to fill it out because they need a referral or whatever it may be. They do have different services that they can link with different organizations. So when I hear that, I'm guessing that you guys are addressing um, parental engagement. Yeah, so a big part of it, too, is what we do with our parents. Again, it's a community-based organization, so there's a lot of different programs for the parents um, in the community and with the uh, taxes. We have our Healthy Carlin program that provides families with places to come and discuss about health and nutrition and how to, um, you know, live a healthier lifestyle. We offer them different um, the harvest once a month where parents can come out and get free food. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really just depends on, again, what you want. Everything is offered to the participants uh, within wow. certain areas and within certain parameters, of course. But wow. And all of these fun. services are free for the student, right? And their families? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What challenges do you face, Marcel, at the Harlem Children's Zone? Gosh, that's a good question. You know, on a day-to-day basis, there's so many things that can come at you um, just because you're in an urban community mm-hmm. in the heart of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that come at you, so many things that you wouldn't even really think about, but it could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be something small, like maybe your student got a ticket for hopping the train mm-hmm. and now they have to pay for that and they can't pay for their school fees so then they won't be able to graduate that's a small thing mm-hmm. or something as big as you know maybe um, the lights went out in their apartment or something mm-hmm. um, so just dealing with that and helping to support the families as best possible but making sure that you're still doing what you're supposed to do which is really get that student or that um, child career and college ready get them through high school so they can get on to college and so they can better themselves and you know lift themselves up and lift their families up so really dealing with that on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. um that is what's really challenging because it's it you know it just kind of gets thrown at you at all times so marcel what did you do before you began working at the harlem children's zone and what made you become attracted to the position that you are in I, well, I've always been in education, so I started working with students with special needs, mm-hmm. um, and then I went, that was what I got my undergraduate in, was basically education, um, and I wanted to be a teacher, and a lot of what we were learning about had to do with Harlem Children's Zone. I was much more interested in the community-based organization of education, where you can run different after-school programs, arts programs, not so much just in the classroom, but what else you can do within the community through education. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, in my school, Harlem Children's Zone came up often, especially because of Jeffrey Canada. And um, I'm not sure if you know the movie, it's called Waiting for Superman. Yeah, I've seen that it. It's like great. That was like a huge yeah, movie it. years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. So it kind of persuaded me to come out here and see what was going on. So I was in California and I moved to New York to work here. So now that you are in New York, oh, that's a long trip to California to New York. Do you feel like you're superwoman now, the way you're helping students? <laughs> I never thought about it that way, but yeah, I'm going to feel <laughs> <gonna> tell her. <laughs> That's great. Okay, and my last question, Marcel. I need a cape. <laughs> why do you do, yeah, you need a cape. Why do you do what you do? Um, You know what, honestly, it's the students, the kids. They're just, they're so much fun. They're really a lot of fun once you start hanging out with them, getting to know them. 
you can see them move from their and from an idea to an action and then they enjoy it they come back and they tell you about it and it's just really fun to see the students Thank you, Marcel, for being my guest today on the College and Beyond podcast. For more information about the Truce After School program and the Harlem Children's Zone, please visit hcz.org. Again, that's the letter H, the letter C, the letter Z. And if you want to listen to past editions of the College and Beyond podcast, please visit twocollegeandbeyond.com, where you'll also find information about the college access team at the Institute for Public School Initiatives. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Michael King. And until next time, see you later. Keep it moving.